0: Welcome back to my podcast She Leads Confidently. I'm Karen Barner, your host. How are you? It has been an extremely long time since I've done a podcast for a variety of reasons which we're going to chat about. If you followed me you know that last January I decided to do dry January as somebody who I think drank too much and probably people that knew me really well would agree that I drank too much. I decided to stop for a month. Well next thing I know is two three months later so I, in essence, have pretty much quit drinking. When I say pretty much, I probably over the year have had maybe eight drinks. So I don't know what you qualify that as. More of a social, if I'm out to dinner with somebody and they're having drinks, I'll have one. I may not drink it, but it just looks better. But as I quit drinking, I realized I just had such clarity. I guess that's what I'm trying to find. I had unbelievably, unbelievable clarity I keep getting these aha moments of why I wrestled with this and why I wrestled with that and, you know, why I did all this stuff. But the biggest thing I realized was recently I had company in the town, my sister, and we were talking about me having to run to the office. And she goes, you know, I really don't know what you do. I'm like, you have got to be kidding. I've been doing this for 27 years. She goes, no, and, you know, one of our cousins asked, and I didn't know what to tell her. So I'm telling my husband this a couple of days later, and he's like, I'm not sure what you do. And I'm like, well, that's odd. So I started asking people. And finally, I was having lunch with somebody, and she said, you know, you have spent 27 years building Arizona Alpha. And it's A-Z-A-L-F-A, not Alpha Alpha. Building Arizona Alpha. You put that first, and you always kind of put you in the back burner. And I realized that in essence, I lost who I was because I became such a, Big part of Arizona Elf. I mean, I founded the organization. I helped build assisted living in Arizona. You know, I was participating in the very first draft of rules back in 1997, all the way up until today. So I guess if you think Arizona assisted living in Arizona, probably my name would pop up in the top three. And you know, if I really wanted to be, I don't know what the word is. Probably the top one or two. But I buried myself, and I realized with all this newfound clarity that in essence, I was playing small. I was hiding, I was so filled with fear that people were gonna figure out I had no idea what I was doing. That I I was clueless, and trust me folks, I was clueless. And still to this day, I'll go to meetings and I'll sit and I'll listen, I'll be like, oh, I didn't know that, I didn't know that's how you did this or that, because I didn't have to do it until I'm at that meeting and now it's something in a new skill set I have to learn. And I realized, through this time that because I was so filled with fear and I played so small I played small in every area I have written three books and probably if you ask most people that don't know me they'd be like really huh I know people that are that are just in my periphery that don't know I've written books I had one hit number 11 on Amazon and they didn't know because I played small and I really as I've gone through this year of deep deep introspective of who I am and what do I want I realized first and foremost in 2024 I have got to help women other women leaders I am a CEO of a company so for a lot of you guys that are like well how hard is it you're the CEO of a company you'd be amazed you'd be amazed how many women leaders struggle with this because at every turn you there's times you get put down, there's times you get criticized, you get criticized by the men, you get criticized by the women. It's it's and if you don't have that strong self-belief, and I thought I did. I mean I, I was in the military. I really I had a strong, strong self-belief. I had one that was un that I thought was unbeatable. But after you're on the front page of the paper a couple times, after your board members send out emails about, you know, what a bum you are after, you know, you have people that you thought were your friends are not, you kind of start hiding and shrinking. And I, I have to, as I said in 2024, show women leaders how to stop that, how to live fearlessly. And I know it's hard. I do. You know, I, I had somebody a couple months ago, somebody's friendship who I valued very much. And she was starting this new part of of a segment within her association, and I was pushing her, you're doing great, you're doing great. And then for some reason, because I played small, I decided to go blaze my own tail, trail, my own trail. I'm going to go do it this way. Because I could see how big her she was going to do, and I was so afraid of being caught as a fraud or an imposter that I blew up the friendship, I blew up everything. And this isn't unique. You know, I coach women and I'm doing more and more coaching. And I find out they, you know, they can all look back to their past and see, oh, I was so scared at that moment that I knew I had to go to that meeting and I knew they were filled with this, this people and I blew it up. I, I said I couldn't go, you know, children, sick, anything they could think of. My mission is to help women stop doing this, to be better prepared. And the way you're better prepared is when you understand who you are. What is your driving force? What is it that you really want to accomplish? Because a lot of us end up in jobs. I mean, if you would have told me 25 years ago or 27 years ago I'd be CEO of a company and I would help build a a segment of healthcare, I'd be like, you are nuts, you're on crack, no way. And yet here I sit. And people would be like, and this is this is how why you get imposter syndrome. I can't tell me people have been like, well, you're in the right place at the right time. Well, you know, it was three millionaire, a billionaire, and you, and you only made forty thousand, thirty-eight thousand. What the heck? The whole time I was telling that story, all these years, I was minimizing what, my abilities. I was pushing myself to think small, to play small, because oh, you know, if I would have made more, if I would have made forty thousand, they might not have gave me the job. They gave me the job because I was the most qualified in the room. I was young. I was eager. I was ready to go get it, and they recognized talent. And even saying that is like I'm, people are going to be like, oh, please, get over yourself. I can't tell time how many times I've been called conceited and egotistical narcissist. And that makes you play small. And we're going to stop that, ladies. I mean, his podcast is "She Leads Confidently." I want every one of you to find your Blue Rose. I'm rewriting one of my book uh, books, and if you follow me on Facebook or LinkedIn, I talk. I'll be talking more and more about it because it's going to be out hopefully by mid-January. Where um, it's where Blue Rose Bookstore, where Annie, the character, goes to an island to just kind of heal, They kind of figure it out, and it takes you through the Blue Rose Method, which is seven steps of healing, because. I got to help everybody and I know I can't help the whole world although I want to because I realize when I look back on the impact I just you know at a board meeting they just gave me a pay raise and one of them said well she really wants this much and I'm like well yeah because if I would have asked for my value in the very beginning I'd be more than that much. But because I didn't ask my value, I would, people, they'd be like, we're going to give you a pay raise. So I'd be like, well, you know, I'm going to give it to my team or I'm going to do this. You know, if, or if I had team members that weren't performing, it was just like, that's okay. They'll figure it out. I'll pick up the slack. That's playing small. Sometimes we don't recognize it. We don't recognize it because we've played small for so long. But I want you to find your blue rose. I want you to find where you're happy. And that's the first thing. I mean, I've been blessed. I love this job. Love, love, love this job. But, you know, I've talked to so many women leaders when I, you know, when I coach them, they'll be like, well, I'm not really all that happy. Well, why are you there? Well, I don't know what else I could do, and I just kind of fell into this job. I've talked to women business owners who own the business that have told me, well, I was the only one that could do it at the time, or I don't know, I just got really lucky. Very few women are like, you know what, I worked my ass off. I worked hard. I outworked everybody. I out hustled everybody. I threw elbows when I had to. I did all that. But when you say that, I hope it's not like I do when you sit back and you look back at that moment when I was like, until I quit doing it. Until I got filled with fear. Until I had been told so many times that I was an imposter. So many times I wasn't smart enough. So many times that you start believing it. And then people kind of sense it. You kind of feel like your confidence is going down, and people sense it, and they're like, piranhas, and they jump on you. And and you may be like, oh, that I can't relate to that. And I hope so. I hope you look at, sit there and say, well, that's just you, because that's not how my life's been. But I fear for a lot of women, this is how it is. You've got to constantly be throwing elbows. I mean, I've had guys that were supposedly my biggest biggest supporters I want you current to rise up and do the best and then when it comes time push comes to shove you can't find him because it's easy to say I want you to do that it's hard to step up in front of a room full of people and say you're our person so if you can relate to this you've got to start tuning in this podcast so I'm going to start talking more about more about my epiphanies that I had and again I mean I guess I could back up and say it all started back in October 2022 when, you know, I went to a shower, there was a storm, and I just sat on the side of the storm, and I see the storm coming in, and it clears, and I think it means you've been in a storm, it's over. No, it meant you're heading into a storm. And I have been in a storm. I have put my head down. I've had people that call me and say, you know, how come you don't come out anymore? Why don't, you, you, why don't we go to happy Why don't we go to lunch? I'm like, no. I have my head down. i got to fix me. I've got to figure out what wounds I have that have gone unhealed. If I want to live my best life, if I want to live my most confident, best, happy life, I've got to figure out why I'm not, why I'm not there. How am, I, how am I, where am I stuck at? Is it getting attention? Is it low self-esteem? You know, it's a whole bunch of stuff. But I had to figure out where I was stuck. We're part of my story because we all tell ourselves stories. We all tell our stories from childhood. My sister, like I said, she was here recently and we were telling a story. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't tell time how many times that happened. And she looks at me and she says, what are you talking about? And I said, oh, this one thing. And she's like, Karen, it happened once. I'm like, no, it didn't. She goes, Karen, it happened once. Why did you think it was repeated? I'm like, I don't know. Then we're talking about another story where, you know, she was choking and a police came and they thought my dad was doing um child abuse it wasn't she actually swallowed a tooth but in my mind it wasn't swallowing the tooth in my mind dad was beating her and you know how could he do that because he was such a nice guy but i had that memory in the back of my mind which created didn't jade how i looked at my dad it jaded how i looked at men see and so when she's telling me she's like no dad was pounding on my back getting a tooth out and was blood yadda 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 check your stories if you don't have siblings, it doesn't matter. Make up your own story. We make them up anyway. We tell ourselves these stories and repeat them and repeat them. If you follow me, I've repeated over and over about how I barely graduated from high school and, you know, I was underestimated and never thought I could do anything. And Why am I telling that story? I'm done with that story. We're going to talk about... You know, I got out of high school, I put myself through college. I paid my own way to college. How did I do it? I joined the Air Force because back then, they had the GI Bill, which was a full ride. And it should be that way today. I'm still very upset that vets don't get this. It was a full ride plus a couple I mean, like a large amount of money every month that I could, I had for like six, 60 months, I, for a long period of time I won't go into that. I put myself through college. Nobody paid for it. I did it myself. Every job I got, I got myself. But that wasn't the story I would tell myself. I'd be like, well, I was at the right place at the right time. You know, I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago. And she's like, you know, where are you at in the birth order? Because she's a big birth order person. I said, I'm the youngest. She said, wow, really? The youngest don't? isn't usually the most successful. I'm like, what are you talking about? Of course they are. Because they're the youngest. They watch what everybody else does. And then they figure it out and they go for it." And she's like, no, it's usually the oldest. I said, huh, I've been telling myself a different story, and I will continue to tell myself that story. The story you're telling yourself is going to determine where you go. And I I know I'm meandering, and and I understand that, but just kind of hang in there with me, you guys, because if you're telling yourself a positive story, you're gonna get a positive outcome. But wherever you're telling yourself a negative story at, get rid of it, change the story. I mean, now when people say, now when I say I stopped drinking and I mean, I've even quit down, it's just like, you know, I've, you know, I've never been a big drinker. Never, never. My, We were out with a bunch of friends and somebody said, hey, do you want to drink? And I'm like, you know, I've just never been a big drinker. So now I'm going to pass. Now, people that have known me for a long time be like, are you kidding me? But this is my new identity. What is your image of you? Because that's all that matters. I've read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of self-help books. And it all comes down to how do you see you? What story do you tell you? Because that determines everything. If you're telling yourself a positive story, you're going to get a positive outcome. And as, and changing it, you know, you get a growth mindset. A growth mindset helps you see the bigger picture. A fixed mindset, you know, you see yourself here, at this age, doing this thing, and I'm gonna do the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. A growth mindset, you see yourself here, at this age, and what else is available to me? What else can I do? Where else can I go? How can I make a difference? And who knows? I may decide six months from now that I really don't wanna do coaching anymore and I may just do speaking and workshops and retreats and not do so much coaching. I don't know where it's gonna take me but I have a growth mindset and I think that's one of the things that has really helped me through, through life is I've always been able to see bigger things. I've always been able to see, you know, when we talked about starting Arizona Alpha, there wasn't even assisted living. I think it was in three or four states and that was it. And we're like, yeah, we can do this. I had somebody tell me down at the state capital, this is a niche. And you guys are going to be out of business in three years. If you want to come work for me, you let me know. And I mean, I was young and cocky and brash. So I laughed and I was like, no, 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 we're here to stay. We were here to stay because I had a growth mindset. He had a fixed mindset. For him, the industry he was in, is the right industry, and it's never going to change. If you have a growth mindset, you look at every industry and say, how can we change this? I mean, I'm always looking, how can we make assist living better? How can we make it better for the families? How can we make it more affordable? I'm always looking at that. It doesn't mean it's going to happen today or tomorrow, maybe six years from now. I don't know. But I'm always looking at it because I want to see what all we can achieve. When you look at your life, look at everything you can achieve take time and say if i was given a magic wand and i could be do or have anything in my life what would it be and then once you decide once you land on it if you're like most people you pick like 20 things once you get to the one that really lights you up, me helping women play a bigger game helping women live their best life i want every woman when they get ready to pass to look at the movie of their life and say i match her i'm her I don't want them looking at a movie of their life and saying, oh man, I didn't do any of that. You know, and I always talk about this. You want to see regret? Go to a assisted living community or a nursing home and talk to people. And they'll be like, well, I wish I would have gone, traveled, got to college, done this, done that. Don't have regret, no regret, you guys. Go all in on your life. You have one life. You know, I just had another friend tell me, somebody that she worked with just died. Just died. That's how it sometimes happens. Now, probably on her way to heaven, she was like, man, if only I would have known I would have done this, this, and this. Don't do that. Just do this, this, and this. Just live your best, best, best life. And If you need any help, reach out to me. You can follow me on my YouTube channel, Karen Barno. You can follow me on my Facebook, um, Karen Barno. Obviously, there's a theme. Um, Spiritual Adventures is my free Facebook group. Or my LinkedIn page. I spend more time actually over on LinkedIn and um, on my Facebook. And I'm also an Amazon influencer, so if you want to check out any of that, that's great as well. I would never have told people this. I've been an Amazon influencer for a while now, never told anybody. Because it's like, well, who am I? You know, aren't I bragging? Aren't I kind of, you know, being a little queen over here? You can be a queen. You can be the empress. Because who cares? It's your life. Live your life to the fullest. Find your blue rose and run with it. Find your calling and do everything you can to go after it. I hope this helped you guys. I, if you have any questions, please ask me. If this resonated with you, please give me a like. If you're watching this on YouTube or if it's been chopped up, you know, whatever they call that choppy thing with the videos, um, give me a like, give me a subscribe because I've got to get this message out to women that it's okay to play a big game. It's okay to be confident. It's okay to have a swagger. It's okay to look at people and say, well, you guys all wrote this on a form and I wrote something totally different. And you may not like what I like, what I wrote, and I may not like what you wrote, but who cares? We all, we're all gonna come to a meeting in the middle at some point. Don't hide your greatness, embrace it. Don't hide your uniqueness. That's what makes you amazing is your uniqueness. Find that one or two things that make you so unique. I can, I can read energy in a snap. I can walk into a room and tell you the energy of a room in a snap. I can point to people and say this one, this one, this one in a snap. That's what I'm good at. That's why I do coaching. That's why I want to help people. And that's why all those years of drinking was because I couldn't deal with these voices in my head. And it's not like that. It's not like, you know, I have conversations with them. Man, <laughs> I couldn't deal with all this stuff around me. I didn't know how to, how to get an understanding. But over the past year, I've been able to sit down and say, okay, you're an energy reader, that's fine. You intuitively see people's boo-boos, meaning, you know, oh, you have a broken leg, oh, do you know you tore your ligament, oh. You know, that's who I am. Whatever your uniqueness, whatever your greatness is, don't run for it, don't run away, run to it. I know I've said goodbye like 10 times and I keep sitting here because I'm just so passionate about this topic. I hope you like this. Like I said, give me a subscribe follow my podcast i'm gonna start podcasting a lot more i'm not gonna say oh, i'm gonna podcast every tuesday because i think that's just too restricting i think i'm just i'm just gonna podcast when i feel like it i feel like podcasting tomorrow i will if i feel like taking my video shorts and putting them over to podcast i will but you know why because you can you can do whatever you want to do break the mold and go be your best self hope this helped here's to you finding your Blue Rose and look for my book, Blue Rose Bookstore, coming out sometime in January, unless I change the title. Talk to you guys later. Thank you.